Christian Broadcasting. Wake up, Bahamas, to this good morning and put on your thinking caps for Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher of Calvary Bible Church, Alan Lee. Good morning. I invite you to think with me once again as we conclude our reflection on the biblical text found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. Thou shalt not steal. Today, in our concluding remarks on this issue, we want to focus on a biblical corrective and cure for stealing in all its forms. I begin reading a case study at this particular time from the Old Testament. For those who had stolen from another, the Old Testament prescribed restitution. The most detailed prescription of the restitution required is found in the book of Exodus chapter 22. Now I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 9. Now while the details may be somewhat foreign to our modern way of life, the principles underlined in the text are as applicable today as when they were first written. So please listen carefully now to the word of God. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, he shall pay five oxen for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If the thief is caught while breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there will be no blood guiltiness on his account. But if the sun has risen on him, there will be blood guiltiness on his account. He shall surely make restitution. If he owns nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If what he stole is actually found alive in his possession, whether an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he shall pay double, end of quote. Restitution, my friends, is a biblical corrective for stealing. Notice both the emphasis upon and the variations in restitution, based largely upon the specific incident and what we sometimes call mitigating factors. First, restitution varies depending on whether or not the stolen animal is recovered or we could say here, for a matter of principle, the stolen item. Second, restitution varies according to the value of that which was stolen, especially with regard to the productivity of this item, in this case, an animal. For instance, the oxen was more valuable than the sheep, because if a man's ox was stolen, the fields could not be plowed, the wagon could not be pulled, and the grain could not be threshed. And so, a stolen and not recovered oxen was to be paid for fivefold, while a sheep only fourfold. In the New Testament, Zacchaeus demonstrated his repentance by restoring what he had wrongly taken fourfold. Restitution reveals both the wisdom of God and perhaps the reason for the failure of the present approach to criminal justice in the Bahamas. Restitution kept the offender out of prison and kept him in society. It also enabled him to make his offense right by repaying the victim of the crime in a way that replaced the harm by a positive benefit. Thus, both the offender and the offended could live together, both with a sense of justice and human dignity. Today, however, the victim receives little or no compensation. The offender makes no restitution and is forced to live apart from society. At a price, society is penalized to pay. However, restitution is a corrective but not a cure for the crime of stealing. The Bible clearly prescribes the cure, especially in the New Testament. 
Crime would have the thief get ahead at the expense of one's neighbor. Justice would have one person gain, while at the same time the other party gained equally. Jesus Christ teaches that we should be willing to sacrifice our own interests if that benefits our neighbor. His remedy is radical. Listen to his words. Give to him who asks you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. And again he says, Give to everyone who asks you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Now that's radical, but that's the Christian way. Christ calls for nothing less than what he himself exemplified, nothing less than a complete reversal of the attitudes and actions of a thief. Speaking to the Christian, Jesus says through the Apostle Paul, quote, Let him who steals, steals no longer, but rather let him labor, performing with his own hands what is good, in order that he may have something to share with him who has need. That's Ephesians 4.28, and that's radical, because that's Christian principles. The thief does not wish to work, but rather to live of others who do work. The Christian must put away laziness and go to work. The Christian views the needs of others as the opportunity to manifest the love and grace of God to men and thus reaches out to help, giving of his own resources, even sacrificially so. Nothing more dramatically demonstrates the radical change which conversion, that is, faith in Christ, produces in the life of a sinner than that change which should occur in the Christian who was formerly a thief his entire life style should be reversed. Let me briefly summarize the thrust then of these reflections on stealing. First, stealing takes from others with no thought of giving in return. Second, justice demands that when one takes, he must give something equal in return. Third, Jesus teaches us to give freely with no expectation of getting something in return. My friends, that's biblical teaching concerning how a Christian is to respond to those who steal from him. May God enable all of us who claim to be Christ to give without expecting to receive anything in return, rather than to take without expecting to give anything in return. That's the teaching of Scripture, my friend. That's the teaching of the one who said, Thou shalt not steal. That's the teaching of the one who says that he remembers the actions of those who do steal. And that if proper restitution is not made to the one stolen from, then God himself will punish the person who steals in his own way, in his own time, and in the keeping with his own purpose. God demands truthfulness. God demands integrity from us. A Christian must lead the way if our society is to turn back to God. As always, this is Pastor Lee saying, Sila, think and act on these things. Your one source and leading provider for total business solutions in the Bahamas is ready to provide you with sales and service with a capital S. For 65 years, the Armory Company has remained on the cutting edge of technology in Nassau and Grand Bahama while partnering with technological giants like IBM, HP, Canon, Kyocera, Diebold, and Pitney Bowes. Factory-trained technicians ensure that we service what we sell is a slogan said with truth and confidence. At the Armory Company, you'll find surveillance, counterfeit detection, and point-of-sale systems, business equipment, and office furniture. The Armory Advantage. 
Heritage. Multi-discount furniture and rooms to go Montrose Avenue has the largest selection of household furnishings, baby furniture, appliances, and linens in the Bahamas. Dining room sets and dinettes, entertainment centers, TVs, desks, tables, and so much more. A wide variety of drapes, rugs, and linens too. Very economical refrigerators, freezers, washers, dryers, microwaves, stoves, and gas and electric. Save up to 30% and more every day. Free delivery in Nassau and to our Family Island customers to the boat of your choice. Multi-discount furniture and appliances and rooms to go. Montrose Avenue, Nassau. Palmdale Vision Center has relocated to number 86 Mount Royal Avenue, just north of Home Fabrics and next door to Shirley Heights Gospel Chapel. Our telephone number is 325-3585 and our hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. We look forward to serving you even better at our new location. So stop in and see us today. Remember, we care for your vision as we would our own. That's Palmdale Vision Center. Don't miss the Kanaka event of 2009, hosted by the Evangelical Association of the Caribbean in partnership with the Jamaica Association of Evangelicals. Mark your calendar and attend Kanaka 2009 at the Jamaican Pegasus in Kingston, Jamaica, October 26th through the 29th. If you would like more information, you can go to www.caribbeanevangelical.org. You've been listening to Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher Alan Lee on ECB, Excellence in Christian Broadcasting. We look forward to being back with you again this afternoon at 3 p.m. right here on 107.9 FM, your inspiration station with programming designed especially for you and your family. So until then, continue to think on these things. May the Lord guide you and His love inspire you this day. Think on These Things is a production of ECB, the radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church. Excellence in Christian Broadcasting.